as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to tell all your freedom friends they can find us live and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks as well as via America Out Loud phone apps, downloaded from Apple and Android. Again, thank you so much for joining me today, and thank you to one of our sponsors, DiveOx, the ultimate dive supplement. Guaranteed to pull its weight on the boat, DiveOx is a natural, non-GMO, plant-based supplement. The ingredients in DiveOx are known to naturally help your cells absorb more oxygen increase mental clarity, reduce cramping, naturally increase physical performance, and more. You can find them at diveox.com. I have a wonderful show for you today, but first I want to encourage you that no matter what your situation, a strong mind and body are powerful resources. I'm here to help equip and encourage you with the health tools that create and maintain strong minds and strong bodies to keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, hectic world. Each week, I'll share a new health tip with you, something you can utilize to build a strong, healthy lifestyle, tips that are practical and easy to implement. And today, following the health tip, I will share with you some startling history of the medical education in our country. So let's get right to it. It's time to empower you with today's health tip. Because, after all, knowledge is power. Our educational health tip for today focuses on the adrenals. The adrenals are two small glands, one on top of each kidney, that make hormones and are part of our endocrine system. Three of the major hormones produced by these glands are cortisol, adrenaline, and noradrenaline. You've probably heard of those before, and there are more. These hormones help control heart rate, response to stress, blood pressure, metabolism, and so much more. The role of adrenal glands in your body is to release certain hormones directly into the bloodstream. Many of these hormones have to do with how their body is responding to stress. Let's briefly dive into some hormones made in the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands control hormones adrenaline that initiates the fight or fight response. You may have heard of that before, flight or fight. What do you do in this stressful situation? These hormones are also capable of increasing our heart rate in our fight or flight events in our lives, as well as assisting in glucose metabolism, 
they control the squeezing of blood vessels, which is called vasoconstriction. This is related to blood pressure and it's in our response to stress. Like several other hormones produced by the adrenal glands, adrenaline and noradrenaline are often activated in physically and emotional stressful situations. This is when our body needs additional resources and energy to endure unusual strain. Now, two common ways in which adrenal glands can create health issues are when they are producing too little or too much of a certain hormone, which leads to hormonal imbalance and potentially adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue is when the adrenals have been overworked to the degree that they no longer secrete the levels of hormone, hormones that are adequate for optimal function. Potential stressors can include environmental and dietary influences, as well as anxiety and emotional stressors. During fatigue, our body releases cortisol, a hormone that helps regulate sugars and fats. So adrenal fatigue and cortisol together play a role in a vicious cycle of weight gain that's hard to lose. That's just one sign your adrenals may need help. I'll share a list of other potential signs of adrenal fatigue. If you're experiencing maybe one or two of these signs, it may not be cause for concern for your adrenals. But if you have several of the signs that I share with you, then you might want to look further into your adrenal health. Here are some symptoms. These are related to adrenals that are overproducing or underproducing hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, tiredness, trouble falling asleep at night or trouble waking up in the morning, salt and sugar cravings, the need for stimulants like uh, caffeine or chocolate just to get you through the day, skin problems such as acne or reddish blue streaks on the abdomen or underarm area, out of balance blood pressure, muscle and or bone weakness, moodiness, irritability, even depression, Decreased ability to handle stress or pressure. Decreased cognitive ability. The tendency to avoid emotional situations. Being chronically fatigued and a tiredness that's not relieved by sleep. A decreased tolerance where people seem just more irritating and frequently feeling cold. Whew, now that's a long list. Well, you can tell we need strong, healthy adrenals to help us handle stress. Life can be at times incredibly stressful and many of us don't get much downtime. Over the course of accumulated months, this can weaken our adrenals, making us less able to adapt to stressful events, less productive and more easily irritated. If you would like to easily determine if you're experiencing adrenal fatigue, you can take note of the common symptoms that I listed and also take the super easy pupil contraction self test. This is a great little test. You can do it yourself and it can tell you if your adrenals are struggling. All right, I'm going to give you the directions on how to conduct this super easy pupil contraction self test. In a brightly lit room, sit or stand in front of a magnified mirror. 
and close your eyes tight for about 20 seconds. Then open your eyes and look into the mirror. You'll see your pupil, that's the dark circle in the center of the eye, contract immediately as the light comes into your eye. This occurs because the iris, tiny circular muscle composed of small little fibers, contracts and dilates the pupil in response to light. This is, gets bigger and smaller. If your adrenals are in good working order, they will quickly find balance and remain steady in steady light. If they are overstressed and not working properly, the pupil will pulse or rather get smaller than bigger and then smaller and bigger as if trying to find its balance. It may be pulsing slightly, which is an indication of a mild adrenal fatigue or pulsing significantly, which is an indication of more extreme adrenal fatigue. When our adrenals help us through stressful situations, they need a recovery phase afterwards. If they don't get this recovery phase, that's when you might see this pulsing in your pupil. And that's how you do the very simple self-test when you look at your pupil. Now prepared with this information, I am happy to share tips to help you with your adrenals to help them recover and stay healthy. I'm going to give you about seven tips. Number one, get to sleep no later than midnight. The adrenals produce the least amount of cortisol from midnight to 4 a.m. and then produce a surge of cortisol around 6 to 8 a.m. attempting to wake you up. To get the most out of this natural rhythm and let the adrenals rest and repair and then produce the right amount of cortisol to wake you up, it's best to fall asleep early and wake up early. 10 p.m. is or earlier is ideal, but honestly, that's hard for a lot of people to do. And quite transparently, that includes me. I am very rarely asleep before 10 p.m but I try. And I also try to get several hours in a row sleep. So I do know that a bedtime at midnight or even a little before can be sufficient for full adrenal fatigue recovery. Now, of course, this does include a good seven or eight hours of sleep in a row to compensate for going to bed late. Okay, number two, stop drinking caffeine after 2 p.m. First of all, caffeine raises cortisol levels and cortisol keeps us awake. Also, caffeine doesn't actually give us energy. Caffeine simply blocks the receptors that tell us we're tired. So it's just basically tricking your body to say you're not tired. That will also keep you awake. (laughs) Number three, be sure to stop exercising four hours or more before bedtime. Like caffeine, exercise raises cortisol levels. Cortisol keeps us awake. Number four, reduce artificial light. Now this can come from TV, electronic devices like our computers, cell phones, and also light bulbs as they can mess with our natural circadian rhythm. This is the body's natural wake and sleep cycle. These devices are emitting blue light, which tricks our body into thinking it's still daytime and you should be awake. Blue light is actually needed for good health, but 
during the daytime and in its natural form of sunshine with a full spectrum of light. Natural light boosts alertness, helps memory and cognitive function, elevates mood, and helps regulate our sleep cycle. But if blue light is consumed by the eyes, after sunset, it artificially keeps some of the body's hormones producing like it's still daytime and blocks the release of the hormone melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that our brain produces in response to darkness. You may have heard of this before. You may have even taken it as a supplement. Melatonin helps with the timing of our 24-hour internal body clock and ultimately with sleep. So if you're finding yourself using the computer or a phone at night, watching TV in the evening, you can certainly wear blue blocking glasses to block the light that makes your body think it's still daytime. And when you do this, the melatonin production can begin in your body. Blue blocking glasses can protect your eyes and your adrenals from overstimulation and prevent problems related to sleeping, and it can prevent problems related to daytime tiredness. So bear with me. I'm going to go on a bit of a rabbit trail, or maybe it's going to be more like a rabbit highway, because this is a very important topic. It's actually enough for a whole nother show, which I might do in the future. But let me talk about EMF exposure, electromagnetic fields. We encounter an onslaught of EMF exposure every day. This negatively affects our bodies. In particular, it does affect our adrenals. So we're talking about cell phones, computers, iPads, Wi-Fi routers, microwaves, Bluetooth, baby monitors, overhead power lines, fluorescent lighting, transformers, cell towers, smart appliances. Ah, these are all a part of our modern day convenience. While these modern technologies seem necessary, they also emit a magnetic field, EMF, or radiation that negatively affects every person's health. EMF exposure contributes to numerous health concerns, not just the adrenals. It can, symptoms can include dizziness, fatigue, heart palpitations, insomnia, headaches, cognitive function decline, depression, insomnia, sleep disturbances, which we've been talking about, tingling and burning of the skin, nausea, and can even increase risk of cancer. EMF exposure can also harm the nervous system, the adrenals of our endocrine system. According to the World Health Organization's Internal Agency for Research on Cancer, the IARC, EMF exposure may possibly be carcinogenic to humans. And this is studies. There are studies that show this. As wireless networks increase to 5G and further, as I understand, the levels of ambient electromagnetic frequency radiation are only going to increase and health damage will will increase as well. Therefore, this is why I've gone on this rabbit trail. It's really important to reduce EMF exposure as much as possible. Okay, so I'm going to run through quickly 28 suggestions to reduce EMF exposure. Now, I am going to go through them pretty quickly. I may take a moment to speak about one or two, but you can always go to janasallnatural.com and under the blog tab, you can read ways to help protect you from Wi-Fi radiation. All right. 
watch the documentary Zapped. It's powerful. You'll understand a little bit more about how Wi-Fi radiation is affecting our children and in schools. The book, this is the book I recommend. There are many wonderful books out there. This one is easy to read and very, very informative. You can know quite a bit about it or you cannot know anything and it's still a very valuable guide. It's called Non Tinfoil Guide to EMFs by Nick Pinault. And the last name is spelled P-I-N-E-A-U-L-T. All right, now here are some tips. Get an EMF detector. An EMF detector will show you where it's coming from. There's a really good one on Health Ranger store. Mike Adams has a, a great one. At least I, he used to. So that's where I got one of my EMF detectors. And it'll let you know where it's emitting high radiation. Oh, side note, another side note to our rabbit trail. The microwave is always emitting even when it's off. It pegs. It went off the detector. So uh, I don't think a microwave is valuable for anything. All right. Number two, grounding shields. There are a variety of types of grounding shields. And this is why I think I need a whole nother show to talk about this. And, and we'll do that in the near future. Grounding shields can help. You need to get a really good one. And there are some great ones out there. Uh, turn your bedroom into a wireless sanctuary. If you can take your router out of your bedroom, if you can take your your phone and put it in a different room while it's charging, you will sleep much better and your health will be better overall. You can also uh, not use electric blankets. That, that actually contributes to EMF exposure. Um, Battery power fire detectors that are not wireless would be better. So smoke detectors, I guess, is a better word for it. So a smoke detector that is battery powered um, and not on on the smart grid, whatever. So um, some people actually turn their fuses off at night. That's another one. If the fuse box is near a, a bedroom of a child, then sometimes that will affect them negatively. You can place your bed a few inches away from walls and not have them pushed up against walls. Inside the walls, there are wires and electricity going through. And if you have your bed slightly away from the wall, it can protect you. Uh, ditch the Bluetooth. Seriously, Bluetooth is just concentrating EMFs in that area, especially if it's Bluetooth in your ear. Wired connections for computers, wired keyboards, and mouse. This isn't as as always easy <laughs> as we'd like it to be. If you can wire your computer, great, use that one. I know there's laptops that we need to take with us, but a wired keyboard, a wired mouse, it's not that hard to do. They're still available. And that wireless mouse is not um, exposing you to EMFs in your hand. Avoid, avoid cordless phones. They have very, very high EMFs. I was actually really surprised to see this, but they are very high in electromagnetic field. Eliminate wireless products and dimmers as much as you possibly can. You can replace fluorescent bulbs with traditional bulbs. I actually really recommend that. Um, there's some other health implications with that as well. You can put your phone on airplane mode when not needed. You can turn the Wi-Fi off on your computer when you're just working without without needing internet. 
avoid cell use in the car or in a bus because they're constantly searching and bouncing against the metal in the car. Avoid smart appliances. It's hard because most appliance, new appliances have these smart capabilities, but if you can avoid it or turn it off, it's better. Oh, and I did, I, this was on my list, but definitely get rid of your microwave. <laughs> um, there are headset EMF friendly they're not AirPods, but they're EMF-friendly um, headsets, and you can use those whenever possible. Now, this one's a little tricky. Avoid metal-framed glasses as they conduct EMFs. Replace wireless baby monitors with wired ones. Have your metal fillings removed because those act as antennas too. Have your power company change your smart meter to an analog and don't charge your phone near your bed. Now there are stickers and pendants and EMF protectors that work. However, be advised that not all work as claimed. Do your research and obtain quality products. There is a company called LAMBS, L-A-M-B-S, and I believe their website is getlambs.com and they have EMF protective clothing, underwear, shirts, hats, and they are high, high quality. I have purchased many of them and tested them as well. You can also go to my website, Jana's All Natural, and to look for some trusted resources. Next, women, never place your cell phone in your bra and avoid wired bras as they can act as antennas to attract radiation. Ground your body daily, get barefoot outside whenever you can. And the last product I'd like to mention is called a wellness blanket. This is a blanket when used on your bed will protect you from electromagnetic fields while you sleep. Uh, you can go to thewellnessblanket.com and definitely let them know that Dr. Jana referred you. Okay, so now back to our tips. Thank you for going on that little rabbit trail with me. I think it was very important. You can find more information on ways to easily reduce Wi-Fi radiation on my website, janasallnatural.com. Number five, keep your bedroom dark. You can use room darkening curtains to keep out outside light. Also inside your room, you'll want to turn off any extra lights or put something over it so it won't disturb you. The darkness helps your body continue to produce our slumber hormone, melatonin. Number six, sunshine. This is my favorite. Letting sunshine in through your eyes and skin not only helps provide vitamin D, but also helps reset our natural circadian rhythm. When our body knows what time it's supposed to be awake in the daylight, it naturally responds to the proper times to rest. Sunshine, as I mentioned, helps provide the body with vitamin D but also vitamin A gets activated with sunshine and melatonin is built up in the body to get ready to prepare us for sleep that night. All right, here's number seven. Consider the herbs rhodiola, ashwagandha, holy basil, rooibos, and ginkgo biloba to help get your adrenals back on track. These are all lovely herbs and come in a variety of ways to take them such as capsules, tinctures, extracts, and my favorite as an infusion, like a tea. Rooibos makes a delicious tea, as does holy basil. 
but holy basil, my favorite way is to actually pick it fresh and eat it and use it in recipes. If you are further concerned with the health of your adrenals, there are certain blood and urine tests that can measure the level of different adrenal hormones in the body. You can choose to consult with someone you trust in the natural health world to help you further with your adrenal health. I hope you feel more knowledgeable about the important adrenal glands, how they work, and how you can monitor their function. And most of all, I hope you now feel empowered with tips to help keep your adrenals strong and healthy. I'm going to take a short break, and when I return, we will be discussing the Flexner Report and its deep, deep impacts on our medical education and our health care today. Be sure to make America Out Loud your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, articles, podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. You can find us at americaoutloud.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. 
Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. Hello, and welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. This is your host for today, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. We just wrapped up our weekly health tip, informing on the importance of our adrenals and a self-test, as well as ways to heal and keep your adrenals strong. I wanted to also mention that I have a short yet informative video on my website describing several benefits of sunshine, which was number six on our list to keep your adrenals healthy. The site is janasallnatural.com, J-A-N-A-S-A-L-L, natural.com. You can go to videos and you will find the video on benefit of sunshine. Now, on to history of medical education and the Flexner Report. Turn back in time with me, if you will, to 1910 the American Medical Association and Rockefellers through the Carnegie Foundation commissioned or rather hired a teacher named Abraham Flexner to draft a report that was to change the nature of the medical profession through the institutions of education in US and Canada forever. Flexner was neither a physician nor scientist However, his brother Simon Flexner was employed by John Rockefeller at the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research at the time he was hired. So I'm going to give you some background on John D. Rockefeller, and this is for context on how and why this happened the way it did. Buckle up, you're going to be surprised. Okay, it all began with John D. Rockefeller. 1839, he was born. He died in 1937. He was an oil magnate, considered a robber baron, America's very first billionaire, and a natural-born monopolist. By the turn of the 20th century, he controlled 90% of all oil refineries in the U.S. through his company called Standard Oil, which was later on broken up to become Chevron, Exxon, Mobil, and more. So at this time, the World Affairs reported that around the 1900, early 1900s, scientists discovered petrochemicals and the ability to create all kinds of chemicals from oil. For example, the first plastic was called Bakelite, and it was made from oil in 1907. Scientists were also discovering at this time many pharmaceutical drugs could be made with oil. Well, this was a wonderful opportunity for Rockefeller, who saw the ability to monopolize not only the oil industry, but the chemical industry and the medical industry all at the same time. The best thing about petrochemicals for Rockefeller was that everything could be patented and sold at a high profit. But there was a problem. There was a problem with Rockefeller's plan for the medical industry part anyway. At that time, natural and herbal medicines were very popular in America. 
more than half the doctors and medical colleges in the U.S. were practicing and teaching holistic medicine and using knowledge from Europe and Native American Indians. Rockefeller the monopolist had to figure a way to get rid of this big competition. So, he used the classic strategy of problem, reaction, solution. That is, create a problem, then scare people, then offer a pre-planned solution. Sound familiar? Well, he went to his friend, Andrew Carnegie, another plutocrat who made his money from monopolizing the steel industry. These two got together and they devised a scheme. From the so-called prestigious Carnegie Foundation, they sent a man named Flexner, Abraham Flexner, to travel around the country gathering information on statuses of med schools, colleges, hospitals. Then he was to write a report called the Flexner Report, which honestly changes the very nature of caring for people in our country. This report stated that all medical schools must shift to address illness with only pharmaceutical drugs to keep up with the times. Med schools from that moment forward were required to teach the use of pharmaceuticals and omit natural options. This report did change everything. Medical schools were now obligated to follow the rules set out by the Carnegie Foundation. To help with this transition and change minds of other doctors and scientists, Rockefeller gave money, $100 million, to colleges, hospitals, and then founded a philanthropic front group called General Education Board, the GEB, which, by the way, Abraham Flexner was made director of after his Flexner report was released. No surprise there. This just infuriates me that this billionaire decided he wanted to make more money, and so he just forced all the med schools to change what they were doing. Uh, This left out all the natural remedies. Med schools were forced to teach only man-made medicines over natural God-given options, or guess what? They might face losing their accreditation or just close them all together. Herbs, vitamins, homeopathy, chiropractic, lifestyle, diet, massage, acupuncture, all of these were no longer taught in med school. They were completely marginalized and often banned. Natural medicines were mocked and demonized and doctors, some of them, even went to jail if they tried to teach it or utilize them. Before the Flexner Report was released, more than twice as many physicians used natural methods over pharmaceutical methods. And with this simple report and a lot of money and so much greed, just like that, it all changed. And this was not for the best interest of us. This was not for our health and wellness. This was for greed from an already billionaire. So medical knowledge was taught in small private schools all over the U.S. and Canada. But in only 10 years after the release of and enforcement of the Flexner Report, the number of medical schools dropped from nearly 500 to 150. 
small schools were either closed or merged with large universities that financially supported them by, you got it, the American Medical Association and the Carnegie Foundation. The number of med students decreased from 7,500 to 2,500, as many were now unable to afford the higher education fees. Another truly unfortunate impact of the Flexner Report was that uh, certain schools that were geared towards the less wealthy and in rural areas were closed. Schools, med schools that were primarily for minorities were closed as well, and this included Native American Indians, African Americans, and women. Because of the mandated extended education time regulated by American Medical Association and now the government, only those wealthy enough to afford at least six years of college had a chance of becoming a licensed doctor. This essentially limited the market for prospective doctors who were, unless they were wealthy enough to afford it. It was no longer merit-based. The publishing of the Flexner Report in 1910 also led to many educational reforms. Among Flexner's final proposal of what everyone needed to do included extending the years, which, you know, it sounded good that we want our doctors to be well-educated, but this was taken so, so far. They ended up merging schools with big universities and closing so many of them that wouldn't conform. This expanded the government's involvement in medicine and, of course, like I said, subsequently decreased the total number of graduates or people even considered for med school. So in short, Flexner proposed a medical system driven not by the free market and individuals, but a manipulated system molded by some of the wealthiest men and foundations in the world. The report included detailed regulations of medical education and pharmacy use and surgery as a solution to all illness and disease. In a very short time, medical, co medical colleges were all streamlined and homogenized. All the students were learning the very same thing and medicine was about using patented drugs. Scientists received huge grants to study how plants cured diseases. Very interesting, right? But their goal was first to identify which chemicals in the plant were effective for the disease. Then they would recreate similar chemical, but not identical, in the lab and perhaps add a couple of other things to it so it could be patented. A pill for every ill became the mantra of modern medicine just like that. One of the consequences of the Flexner Report is that no medical school can be created or operate without the permission of the U.S. government, and the medical research must adhere fully to the protocols of the scientific boundaries of the 1910 Flexner Report, materialism, medication, surgery, vaccination, eliminating all the naturals that they knew worked. Moreover, in 1997, and that honestly wasn't that long ago, the World Health Organization obtained full control over medicine worldwide, enforcing this dangerous Flexner Report. And we do see the Flexner Report is enforced today, 
Just think about the last few years. We saw natural options buried or banned by the CDC, the FDA, the WHO. Oh, this seems like it's been in the making for years. And according to the 2003 medical report, almost 800,000 people die each year in the U.S. from conventional medical mistakes. This includes cases of prescription drugs. Annually, the United States pays over $580 billion to the pharmaceutical industry in the name of health care. Pfizer and J&J are at the top of that list. Not to mention that in 2001, Pfizer on its own was the number one most profitable company. All of the other Fortune 500 companies weren't as profitable as Pfizer. In fact, if you took 490 of the Fortune 500 companies and put all their profits together, it still didn't come up as much as Pfizer. And that was back in 2001. And we know how Pfizer made a lot of money in the last couple of years off recent shots. So after 110 years, let's think about this for a moment. After 110 years, we must ask ourselves, what happened? What happened to our health care? How, how did we allow a money-mongering millionaire to change everything so they could make more money. You know, despite the growth of and huge money accumulated by Big Pharma, there are more dreadful diseases and illness and sick, unhealthy people today than ever before. And I feel that some of the deepest roots are found in the Flexner Report and the actions taken based on that documentation. It allowed a centralized medical industrial complex in combination with pharma industry to take control of our health, or shall I say sickness. One more flaw in the Flexner report is that it has heavily contributed to today's broken medical system where doctors and especially hospital physicians are locked into restrictive Flexner report and government protocols that require a myriad of unnecessary medication tests and treatments. When a product is forcefully limited to be provided by a certain central group, and in this case the American Medical Association, it will reduce choice and competition. Let's think about that for a moment. Choice and competition in a free marketplace are what drives businesses to become more efficient and productive, which provides the greatest possible benefits to individuals who are able to freely buy and sell in the market. A strong, sustainable system built for individuals cannot come from a manipulative central source, but it must come from the demands and choices of the people for whom it's intended. Strict government regulatory standards do not necessarily serve the individual as some believe. In the case of medical care, the Flexner Report recognized many flaws with education that the free market was already weeding out on its own, rather than allow the people and communities to make their own choices with doctors, medicine, and education. It was all placed in the hands of the American Medical Association and state governments, thus limiting our care. It resulted in less doctors, 
more expensive education, and decrease access to true care. Concentrated control, as proposed and implemented in the Flexner Report, is the direct cause of the majority of the problems with healthcare today. The solution does not lie with more government intervention and centralized power, but rather in increased individual freedoms. Carnegie's Flexner Report and the years of accumulated repercussion is a really heavy topic, but I feel like it's important informational history for us to know and understand how it impacts our health decisions today. We're going to take a break for a moment, but stay with me, and when we return, I will discuss how we break free from the Flexner strongholds we endure today. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. I'm Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. With a 24-7, 365 talk radio signal heard worldwide, America Out Loud Talk Radio is now heard in your car, home, or office, on your smartphones, tablets, or any device. The entire platform has been built from the ground up with great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far into the future. We're going to continue our discussion by exploring ways to break free from the strongholds put upon us through the corporate greed of the Flexner Report. The medical industrial complex is a network of interactions between pharmaceutical corporations, healthcare personnel, medical conglomerates to supply healthcare and related products and services for profit. The Rockefeller's greed and the Flexner report made a clear way for the medical industrial complex to fully develop. It has grown into this huge monster that seems unstoppable. Dr. Robert McLean shares with us his perspective. I quote, It seems every week there's more stories about the billions of dollars of profits announced by health insurance companies. It literally makes me feel sick and then I feel angry. The medical industrial complex has become a monster. It is devastating to our patients and it's devouring physicians at every level, physically, emotionally, and even intellectually. Smart minds have taken business models to the extreme in healthcare-related corporations. Decisions on resource allocation or new initiatives are driven by the critical concept of return on investment. We physicians stand by too frequently, powerless watching as budget items that we know are clinically necessary for better patient care don't get resourced. And as other initiatives of dubious clinical value move forward, all due to the omnipotent return on investment calculation. We cannot blame the healthcare system executives solely for this focus. They're merely playing by the existing rules of the game, dysfunctional as those rules are. The rules must change. That will only happen by fighting the monster of the medical industrial complex. The monster is like a mythical hydra with many heads. In our quest to protect the patient-physician relationship as a critical priority, we must destroy the monster at its core and not just fight each of the heads as they continue to grow back. 
each of those heads is a different way. It erodes the patient care and weakens the patient-physician relationship, that sacred space out of which evolves compassion, care, and trust. Our patients find navigating the healthcare system exceedingly difficult, if not impossible. And too often, physicians feel like widgets in a dysfunction that has become our system status quo. The underlying motive is not to improve care, but to further bolster these short-term profit figures that Wall Street loves so much. We all deserve better. We're entering the battle for the soul of the American medicine. Healthcare should not be a commodity. End quote. When it comes to overall medical knowledge or handling of specific issues, American health professionals are among the best in the world. But when it comes to offering humane health care, however, the United States is marred by the character of its for-profit system. Many forces are changing health care right now. We must make some honest assessments and clearly choose the path that will break free of big hospital business, pharma, and insurance control. Choices that will be inherently better for our health and wellness through better coverage, improved access, reduced costs, reduced administrative burdens, and reduction of excess labs, drugs, and testing. The current mainstream healthcare system in America is not only broken and dysfunctional, it's dangerous. The lockdowns and propaganda were possible because most people felt dependent on insurance and government, Medicare, controlled by the hospital systems. This is a corporate machine forcing the acceptance of a one-size-fits-all government narrative and ineffective often harmful protocols. One note, one size doesn't fit all. Everyone's an individual and we all should be treated as such. We must extricate ourselves from this corrupted system, which at best keeps patients perpetually sick in an endless cycle of pharmaceutical addiction. For me and my family personally, the answer is gold care, a private membership health care outside the control that I just mentioned. I'm actually the wellness director at Gold Care. I'm honored to be a part of change for the better in offering true health care. This is a total reset of health care where you're the priority and conflicts of interest from government and insurance are completely removed. The paths to wellness are openly provided not simply managed sicknesses. And it places you back in charge of your health care with your, you making the decisions. Every Gold Care member's information is completely secure. It's not shared with anyone, not insurance, not government and institutions, not employers, no one but you. Not to mention with the insurance middleman gone, we can get to the business of truly taking care of your health needs. This is the type of care we need. Ethical, independent doctors and coaches who do not have a bias towards keeping us sick and that utilize health education that is grounded in real science and accurate data with the optimal health as 
the ultimate goal. I feel like most everyone wants unbiased approach to their health and healing, where providers recommend only the tests and labs that are in the best interest of each person, where doctors, coaches, teachers are not locked into restrictive government protocols that require a myriad of unnecessary tests, treatments, drugs, I feel the great need to to get back to basics, to get back to God-given remedies. More than 800 years ago, Moses Maimonides said, the physician should not treat the ailment, but the patient who is suffering from it. And Hippocrates, circa 400 BC, was possibly the best known of older naturopathic scientists. Throughout his professional life, he exhibited the greatest respect and reverence for nature and taught his followers and students that the healing of all diseases was up to God, up to nature. He stated that only nature could cure and that the providence of the physician was merely as an assistant, making the healing more pleasant and less painful. All individuals should take an active part in the maintenance of their health and in the treatment of the disorders with the guidance of true healthcare professionals. This is what we need. The more we take it upon ourselves and learn about nutrition, the better prepared we'll be when we take on that active role. Attitude is also an important factor in this process of health maintenance and healing. We must have a positive state of mind in order to bring harmony to the body the realization that body, lifestyle, spirit desire, and the mind belief must come together is a first step to better health. These are the types of teachers, coaches, and doctors that we need for true health care. And it's a way to break free from the strongholds of what the Flexner Report did so many years ago. We can look to the past long before the Flexner Report to regain our standing in the God-given nature of holistic health and wellness. Returning to the natural remedies taught to us in nature through grounded education and even by our great-grandparents, as well as gleaning true scientific discoveries that we've learned along the way, while embracing the future to be our own health advocates and taking back control of our health decisions as God intended. People are becoming more and more aware, and I am confident that we can break free from the confines of the Flexner Report bestowed upon us so many years ago. People are becoming more aware. And a wise man should consider that health is the greatest human blessings. Do you know who said that? It was Hippocrates. I want to thank you, a sincere thank you, for joining me today. I look forward to next week with you where we'll continue to learn and grow in the realm of natural health. You can find out more about my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu nav bar at America Out Loud under our shows or schedule and that way you'll be in the know. Also, all of my shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, 
Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe, and you can rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Special thank you to some sponsors, Jana's All Natural, where your abundant health is their priority, and you can find them at www.janasallnatural.com. Jana's All Natural is a natural, organic health and beauty and lifestyle resource. They also offer a variety of health information on the blog tab. I'd like to also thank Remedies, a faith-based women's natural wellness platform. Relax, refresh, and reclaim your calm. We all have stressors that can throw our lives out of balance, and these stressors can affect every aspect of our lives. That was the inspiration for their digital wellness platform created exclusively for women. And some of the features are on-demand courses from nationally recognized instructors, emotional and mental care, 24-7 resource library with downloads, a wellness forum that unites like-minded women. You can find them at remed-easy.com. Next week, each of the hosts on Looking for Healing Radio will be sharing their stance on health and healing. Be sure to catch each episode. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, and abundant health.